Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. And of course, we're very much in the studio. Bookie still here cruising and of course, uh, trying to catch up with the latest news updates in town. But right about now, I've got two of my guests uh, very much ready to chat with me. Uh, we're talking everything sales today. I mean, look at the world around you. It's rapidly changing the way we buy, the way we sell. Everything is changing. And over the last few years, evolving technology has uh, ceaselessly influenced the way we buy and reinvent the way we sell also. So in order to build a future-proof business, I believe businesses and enterprises are turning away from the traditional sales approach and announcing tools and tactics to leverage and use emerging digital trends to stay at the forefront of their competition. And now we live in a, a world that is actually very very competitive where sales process is like very complex and requires constant improvement to maintain market space relevancy and agility that depends on adapting to industry shift so today on the show my guests are going to be discussing with me the current trends in tech and what's helping business in streamlining the management for sales and marketing operation so i have with me Adetola and Aki, but I'd like my guests to introduce themselves and tell us what they do and how they do what they do best. Uh, so, hi guys. Can you hi, hear me? Hi. hi. So, my name is Tola. Thank you for having me on the show today, right? I feel so honored and privileged to join you. I'm head of sales and partnership at Cora, EI Payment Infrastructure. I would say we light up Africa. We give you Africa payments the way you want it. I drive the sales and partnership arm of the business. Just like we are talking today about how to use technology to drive sales. That's what I primarily do. Making global payments available to local merchants. Making local merchants have access to global payments. So that's typically what I do. Okay, so I get that you help simplify the method of payment and how transactions happen in the Africa ecosystem in terms of business. Correct, correct. That's great. Correct, what yeah. What are you, Akin? Okay, hi. Good afternoon. My name is Ayobami Akinoga. I'm the head of marketing and corporate comms at Lagos Ride. What we do at Lagos Ride, we are operating um, the best mobility solution, making sure persons can move from a point to another the most simplified way. We are trying to eliminate the number of vehicles we see on the road because of we have discovered that is a source of um, the congestion we have and even very particular um, source of um, some extreme extreme number of um, pollution we have. I mean, Lagos is very small, landmass very small, very few roads we have. So we are trying to be the front runner of what we call the SOV, that's um, making sure we eliminate single occupancy vehicles on the way. That means Oh, we want to make you know that you can actually get into your ride with three, four persons and one vehicle takes four persons than four vehicles being on the road. So from there, mobility is better. One, our environment is is safe and it's cleaner. That's that's just our goal. Uh, from you, I can hear you're taking care of the environment while also taking care of how we move about our day-to-day life, moving from one spot to another. 
bringing everything to a simplified way of movement is that it yes you're right good so one thing that is key with what both of you have explained with what you do and how you do it how you best serve the people is you utilize technology at most for majority of what you do am i right correct yes so for that's correct answer i would like to know from you tola you you can go first what do you think about technology and how has that impacted your day-to-day job okay when i look at technology i look at it from a very broad perspective can you imagine the days where we didn't have facebook we didn't have instagram youtube whatsapp could you remember the days when tv was just black and white and then you could only watch tv like maybe like 4 p.m or 5 p.m and then everybody shuts down by like is it 12 midnight but right now due to technology you can stream live videos you the sales on instagram whatsapp Look at the amazing things technology have done. The billionaires that technology have created all over the world. I was reading an article from the Cash Net from US, and it was talking about how much people had made on YouTube. For example, the um, Angels Comedy, right? They've made over four million dollars from inception till now, just because they're on YouTube, and that is so so mind blowing and amazing. And it shows the power of technology. And I tell people from a sales process, a sales process is typically seven processes, right? From when you are prospecting your merchant or you are making contact or then you are presenting your offer, closing the sales, technology has really helped. So when, for example, you are prospecting for a merchant before you probably have to go from one office to another looking for your customers. But right now we have so many tools just at our fingertips. You could use social media handles to prospect for, for merchants. You could use several CRM tools, LinkedIn, whatever technology you are using it to push out communication, to funnel customers, where you are making contact with customers now. For example, you are talking to a customer in Brazil. You don't literally have to fly to Brazil, go through the process of probably getting a visa, buying tickets and all those hassles of traveling. Like Just like what we are doing right now. Just a meeting, virtual call, virtual meeting. As in technology has shown us the power of what we could do with sales, how we could open up the world. The world is literally a global village just by technology. So, and that's what I do in my day-to-day activities. Like I'm talking to a merchant virtually, I'm prospecting. You could put up your sales pitch. You are doing a presentation slide. You are like, look at the opportunities Metaverse is opening us to. Like technology is just the in thing. Whether in any sales process, technology is really, really helping drives to drive sales yeah i like Thanks. that uh, it shows that you you are using the utmost and using it to the optimum <laughs> level like you're just trying to get the best out of everything sucking the goodness out of technology that's great actually okay. what do you think has technology reshaped your work and how is it impacting your day-to-day job uh, as i always see technology is basically god's gift to mankind because um, what what technology has done is automation, simplification. I mean, technology is just making life easier on all aspects, from our marketing field to the sales to medicine to every everything. 
basically everything about technology. I mean, um, I, I'm just thinking of how would I would be able to carry out some actions, like even um, having as small as um, meetings with clients, having as big as meeting with other stakeholders, or having our board meetings or our management meetings, even to coordinating um, content in, in our team, even to creation of content in our team. I look deep down into even the applications we use even down to social media, down to instant messaging, even down to our random, as random as Google Sheets. I mean, look at the time where we use Excel to the fact that 20 people can be working on a Google Sheet now simultaneously. I mean, if you look at the most tiniest of things, you know how great technology has, technology has helped down to even as far as looking at like even the AIs of now. I mean, technology is growing so fast and I'm excited to be on the ride of technology. Technology right now is making, in short, our infrastructure right now or how we even make money or pull revenue is from the fact that there's an existence of technology where you can easily download an app on your phone and you can press your address and the car is coming right to you. I mean, technology at the end of the day has even built trust. I mean, 20 years ago, if you had told someone that you can call a ride to your house, I'm sure persons will not even, if a car is waiting for you at your door and you just enter a car, you don't know. That's not even possible. But I mean, technology has given us trust, knowing that those things can be monitored. Now, let me even take it down to what we're doing at Lagos, right? I mean, if you look at the features we have on the app, the fact that you have an SOS button, I mean, that's technology. You put that button and there is an instant call our response center, flagging that call, even down to the other features. There's even a camera, the dash cam in our rides. I mean, who, who would have thought that you could put the camera in a ride and people can see it and can monitor real time you know, there's a difference between real-time and just online or instant. Real-time means as it is, we can see what's happening. So when you look at the operations, look at marketing, look at our day-to-day activities, even in the office. I mean, technology has done a whole lot. Yes, I like the enthusiasm I'm getting from my guests. <laughs> the two of you are you're pushing this feeling inside of me that has been there since I've been on this show. I mean, just talking about how technology is changing our life. I remember last week I was talking about how uh, phones have changed over time. Like you mentioned, who would have thought like your your cars are going to have cameras? Who would have thought that your phones are going to have cameras you can speak to anybody and see them forever, wherever they are in the world? But here we are now. And of course, let's look at how people are selling and buying. That has changed greatly. But first, let's talk about what makes a great salesman or a marketer in this digital era so what are the qualities what are the skills that makes a good salesperson i'll I'll say data skills that are needed by a salesperson to succeed you need a good crm tool right um a crm tool simplifies your process it helps you in sales funneling it helps you in managing touch points you don't have to like start moving from your slack to skype to whatsapp like it brings everything together right and then also helps you in follow-ups and all your sales tasks is just like it's under one roof and helps you to free up more time to be able to concentrate on more revenue generating activities so crm tool your ability to be able to use a crm tool whether it's salesforce whether it's hubspot or whatever crm tool is out there in the market right it's very very important for a sales person to be able to succeed right and then you also need to be able to analyze data. Data analysis is also very, very important for a salesman out there. You need to be able to analyze data. You need to be able to use communication tools, whatever communication platform you are that is out there. And then you also have to be able to be 
abreast of communication platforms that you could use, right? Because the technology world is ever-changing, fast-paced. You must be able to use smart communication tools to help your work, whether you are using an automated chatbot, just like what Akin mentioned, you could just, there's a button on their app and then it triggers an alarm. Maybe you are scared, you are in the, you are in the car or in the ride, so, something like that. So different communication tools that you have to use and then you now have to also be able to align marketing and sales to be able to do well as a salesperson. That's what I'll say. Akin, do you have anything to support that? Okay, so um, this conversation is two-sided and I like I like the combo. Um, the fact <laughs> we have a sales, a sales person and a marketing person gives us like different angles. So when you talk to me about digital skills from, from the marketing side, you know, marketing and communication is totally different from, totally different from like the sales, like sales, 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 different from marketing so like when i hear digital skills what comes to my head for a salesperson or let me put in in quotes a marketing person i want to see someone that's full enthusiasm with social media i want to make sure you are very strong on search engine marketing i want to make sure you are firm on on data analytics i mean data is one very important skill that i think people don't put um, full lights on i mean data is number number is very important i mean that should even influence your decision we are lagos right we have like full dashboard for all of our data we see when things are happening we see when put up a policy how people respond to it how our drivers or how our riders respond to it even down to social media we see when we put out this kind of content what what is the response to people do we have positive um positive from the sentimental side do we have negative are people neutral on this data is very important then you go down to content marketing i mean content is gold now how, how are you putting all of these things out down to email marketing like you need to be firm on all of this I mean, some persons are really, some persons neglect the, the, the whole importance of email. Like, everything doesn't really boil down on, on, on social media. I was in a discussion yesterday and a person asked me, what if, if our social media goes down? And I'm like, oh, I have like my full data of my email. Life still exists on the email side. So that's that's the digital skill you need to really put into consideration. Email marketing. Then when you go to social selling, activating all of your social media platforms from LinkedIn, Facebook to Instagram, that different type of person, different type of target audience on all of these platforms into put like into consideration. Then down to your video. I mean now very, very small videos are selling faster because of attention span of people. These social media apps are even reforming how we think. There's something we call consumer psychology at our side. Like, it's changing how people respond to content. That's why you see people responding to more video content now. So, and putting more more interest on very, very fast quick videos that sell your product to is very important. So, these are very, very important social skills that digital skills you must have to perform well in our own space, basically. Alright, from both of you, uh, I know what you do is all about meeting customers' uh, expectations and, of course, adapting to customers' uh, behavior also in pitching, in the kind of content you're putting out to attract them and to get them to patronize your businesses. So what are the factors to check when selecting like technologies to use or to leverage on in pushing what you do? Okay, so first thing, yeah, when I when when I'm picking tools for myself or for the team is first, how does it fit our problem? I mean when you're picking a tool, a tool is a solution to a problem. So you need to consider, does this actually take care of the problem you have? First, second thing is usability. How easy can we go around this tool? Especially for my team. I'm not going to pick a product that only me can use. I need to make sure I can use it properly and my team can adapt to it well. Third, how does it fit into our market? So there, there's something now, yeah? It's just now products are being built for this side of the market. 
if you started the marketing journey since there are products that have been built for the other side of the market when i say the other side maybe like for other european countries so some of these things don't relate to us here so you need to build or choose tools that can be related to your type of data here or your type of market and the last one the most important thing actually is trust now because of the business we do we meet with the very very important data of person so i'm not going to involve myself with a tool that can jeopardize my data or can put my data at risk. So that's something that is very, very important. So I would say what I'll look for is just like what Aken has mentioned, purpose. Does it meet with my purpose? Does it meet with my need, right? For a salesperson, I'll need a tool that can give me access to as many prospects as possible all over the world. So I will not want a tool that will be restricted to a certain geography, right? I want a tool that can give me global reach. And then I want a tool that can now collate or aggregate all communication platform under one roof. So I won't want a tool that will say, oh, I can only help you manage your WhatsApp and your Instagram messages. No, it won't work for me. I want a tool that will be able to collate all my messaging or communication platforms under one roof. It helps me to be able to free up more time to drive other revenue generating activities. So that purpose need is very very important to me then like i mentioned the reach like what's the reach of this tool who does it speak to what's the persona of the client that I can reach through this tool you, you understand so i won't want it that will restrict me to a certain persona or a certain demography you understand that can give me a global view whatever person i'm talking to i can reach out to them those are the kind of tools I'll, I'll be looking for as a sales person. And then most importantly, again, is security because data is very, very important. We need to keep customers' data as confidential as possible. I want a tool that will be secure, right? Everything is on is, is in the cloud right now and nobody wants their information like traded or their information to be leaked. You know, data privacy is very important. So for me, a third aspect, which is also very important, is also um, how secure is that tool? How secure is that platform? How reliable it is? So I would say purpose of meeting my need, the spread that I can get, the reach, and then also security. is Those are the key elements I'll look at for in any tool for a salesperson. All right. Uh, one, one key factor I hear from both of you is data protection, which is something that it's a prevalent issue right now because the ecosystem in Africa is rapidly expanding and when we look at it everybody is trying to get their data on different platform i mean if i'm going to use cora pay i would have to insert some of my data and if i would have to use lagos ride also i would have to share some of my data with you so that brings us to cyber security uh, what do you think about cyber security in africa and of course in nigeria where you operate how can they do better and what is the situation right now we're in a very delicate phase right now where like data is key we have to be very careful about data and we're putting that this part of the world is getting into the tech space when where some solutions concerning data has already been established and we didn't go into the tech space or we didn't come into the tech space when the world was in like a full mess of like having data issues so right now that's why it's easy for us that's why you you won't hear um frequent calls of oh uh, my card my card details was misplaced someone is hacking into my account now because of a lot of data security and technology has been developed now even from as simple as simple security and um, certificates even on the side to 
like okay let me give an example now on our site if you want to put in your wallet or you want to put in anything concerning payments like there are certificates already put into the system that even enables the back-end engineers to get your data in an encrypted form so you should not be scared that you're putting in a data but someone from the back-end is saying it no even at the back-end they're encrypted yeah because we treat data with so much delicacy we want to make sure everybody is fine because i mean in the right alien business over time you've had a lot of issues of oh and they're debiting my card they can see transactions from um, different alien guys and also that's something we're really particular about making sure your data is safe your data is encrypted there are security certificates and there's security softwares that encrypt your data so you should have like no fears when you are inputting your data on our side okay so how do you guys um, protect data at Quora pay Cybersecurity is a very big thing, right? It's estimated that there will be over $10.5 trillion cyber crime annually by 2025. And um, that's a very staggering figure, right? So the onus lies on everybody, every one of us, to be very, very conscious of cybersecurity, right? At Corape, we are certified. We have the highest level of ISO certifications that protects data, right? that protect financial transactions. We are PCI DSS certified. We have the PSSP license. We are licensed by the regulators in, in Nigeria. We have several cyber security licenses. So our platform is very, very strong and very, very secure. And I'll say one thing about cyber security in Africa. It's we need a lot of education, right? We need to keep on educating the users I remember when I was in the bank, it was kind of a big issue then, where, you know, when cards came out, people didn't know how to use their cards on the ATM machine. And then we see a lot of swap, maybe an old woman, she doesn't even understand what she's seeing on the machine. And then somebody just pops up from the back, try to help her, and then they exchange the card. You know, all those kind of things that happen. People are not yet so totally confident in putting their card details online and stuff like that. But then we see that a lot of consumer communication keep on coming out. And then they say, don't divulge your card details to an unknown party. I had an instance then when I was in the bank that a woman came and she was breathing fire. Like, no, her money had gone out. It was the bank that removed her money and all of that. I said, mama, please calm down. Let's check what happened. I went to the CCTV. We checked the CCTV. I couldn't believe it that it was her son that was actually using the card to take her money. So the son had knowledge of the of the pin. So if the son had the card and didn't have the pin, he wouldn't be able to use it on the ATM. Probably could use it online or something. But then, because the old woman could, probably didn't was not as educated or didn't have that consumer education to that level, she was like, "Oh, take my card, go and withdraw the money." And and son just got there and just wiped out all the money. So consumer education, we can never overdo it, right? We just have to keep on doing it over and over and again. And then we need to always get trained personnel, like organizations must make sure that they have cybersecurity experts that are handling these delicate aspects of their transaction. And that's what we do at Cora. That's what we do. Good. I like, I like the fact that customers' information are protected using Cora and, of course, using Lagos, right? Now, let's move on to sales pitching and, of course, strategy. Because most of the time, we can have, like, a good brand and everything, but how we pitch and how we sell matters a lot. So, what goes into this process of pitching and getting a good strategy plan to penetrate the market? So the process of, for a good pitch comes from you have to know your customer, right? You have to know your customer's need. You have to know your customer's business. 
so you want to sell a product to me and then you don't know my need you just like you're just choking down your own product just like choking it down my and i could just like puke and say no i don't want so for you to break through whatever barrier like the first barrier for a customer you have to like know your customer who is my customer and what is their need what market are they targeting what is their need are they coming to africa what part of africa are they interested in is it west east east north south what is their need what do they need at this point in time so it will help you to be able to pitch your product so and that's what we do at cora we understand our customers we understand their business we understand their need and then we are able to tailor our pitch tailor our solution right to the customer's need and it helps to drive sales trust me so when you are meeting the customer's need and then you are pitching your sales along that side you it helps you to close the deal and it helps you to scale business so it's it will actually now be a mutual par- partnership it will be beneficial both to you and also to your customer so we are not just like throwing things at the customer no you understand their need you are solving the problem you are solving the customer's need they are making more money making more revenue you too you are solving you are also like making more revenue so it's always a mutual symbiotic relationship that we create with our sales pitch at Cora. Is there any app or any uh, tech tools you use to achieve this? Yes. So we have, so we use a lot of CRM tools, right, to achieve this. A lot of CRM tools. We check out our customers, check their businesses, check what they do on LinkedIn, check them on their website. Sometimes you won't have some kind of background information with maybe one or two of, of their personnel. Talk to them. We want to understand your business. What do you do? So we use this this kind of tools like online tools, like I mentioned, LinkedIn, communicate with them, CRM tools, Salesforce to have better insight into what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll pick something from what my madam has said. <laughs> so the simple thing now yeah, is pain points, basically. So there are different reasons why persons use products. It's either it is saving them money or it is giving a solution to a problem they have or is multiplying their money, basically. So now, if you look at the saving money side, that's like the old digital bank. If you look at the multiplying their money side, that's the investment. Then look at the service guys. It's solving a problem, basically. So um, for you to solve a problem, like you need to understand like the pain points of the persons you are serving. You need to put yourself, flip yourself to be the consumer. I mean, when we are creating plans or we're creating campaigns, we put ourselves in the receiver side. Same thing with our product team. Yeah, if you come in our product meetings, sometimes our product meetings are so long because we have different persons representing different personas in the product meeting, and because of that, our products come out so well because we're trying to satisfy as much personas we can or trying to solve as much pain point so um, the key thing to penetrating or getting to the good side of your client or your consumer is actually understanding the pain point i mean know where the shoe really pinches here and get into the shoe and give them the exact solution to that i mean when you do that it's very simple that's the first step to the easiest way to selling i mean when your product can solve a problem you really don't need to even sell too much it's just very simple people are seeing a solution to their problem now where marketing comes now is how you sell that solution to them how are you selling to them how are you painting the scenario they are in to them so they know oh these guys know the scenario we're in and their product is giving a solution to the scenarios we're in and they come on they come on it's just simple 
yeah if you have headache you take paracetamol it's just direct so nobody's going to take another drug when they have headache that's what it does do so what marketing now does is put them on top of your mind like put your product on top of their mind top of mind top of mind if they have any problem it is you that literally run into for solutions and when they constantly run to you for solutions every time you become their go-to guy and they're stuck with you that's when the whole community thing comes and that's where the court following comes because you have given them solution over time basically i like that right now when we when, when we talk about giving solutions to consumers and customers we look at their journey and of course we look at how we can give them a better experience for this right now i think when you look around you there are news around you about chatbot and artificial intelligence how that like shapes your job and roles and how you pitch and how you sell and how you market your product to the consumers okay so artificial intelligence is really is what out there on the street right now right from chat box to chat gpt it's all about artificial intelligence so at cora one of the things we are doing to help drive sales and to even simplify the sales process is we are launching our chat box and the chat what the chat box is to do is just that anybody going to our website right they could onboard easily on cora without any support so just go to cora you are able to put in your details what kind of business you do and then you have this instant response instant reply upload your kyc document these are the kyc documents you need instantly it's been verified at the back end and then you are getting a response immediately telling you oh this is what is pending could you put please upload this could you put these details it's all about artificial intelligence and that's how we are using artificial intelligence right to drive sales so we automate the process and it helps to like increase the number of customers that now use your products and that's the beauty of artificial intelligence so that's what we do at cora right like we automate the sales process anybody can go to our website and they literally just sign up within less than 5 minutes they are able to start their business within less than 5 minutes whether it's an instagram seller facebook seller whatsapp whatever you're able to collect funds anywhere in nigeria just simply just by signing up and then boom you have it so that's how artificial intelligence has helped like instant communication telling you what is spending telling you what to do next and then just onboarding you so that's that's the beauty of artificial intelligence and how we are using it at Cora. I know there's beauty when when technology trends come in and everything. But before I can jump into this conversation, I'd like to ask, aside the beauty, we're looking at companies now. When you look at big tech companies or fast-rising companies, there's a slash in sales force or workforce, staff force right now. And I can hear you singing the praise of artificial intelligence. Does that in any way hamper on the fact that certain people have to be replaced in their job roles or it means that they have to upskill to catch up with what this chatbot is all about what does that mean for Cora? okay so for slashing salesforce is a big no right okay. for upskilling is yes now let me give you an example remember when atms automated teller machines were coming mm-hmm. then back then i thought oh the cashiers in the banks they will lose their jobs i was in the bank then and I was like, oh, they are taking away the jobs. The robots, those robots are coming to take away your jobs. That's what was there. Like, that was the word on the street. But let me ask you, how many cashier jobs have the ATM machine taken away? How many? The, I, if I it has taken away... <laughs> because I barely go inside the bank. It was very, very negligible, right? 
but it was very very negligible the job of the atm machine which is a robot which is from artificial intelligence is different from a human being that is the banking hall you get so whether we are having an automated process on Quora that enables anybody just sign up and then boom they are able to like transact in africa or then is a physical sales person is not taking the artificial intelligence is not taking away the job from the human being the only thing is that just like you mentioned the human being to upskill like keep on skilling up you can never go out of upskilling yourself that's it thank you okay we can get your contribution to that okay so ai artificial intelligence so the thing i would simply say about artificial intelligence is just like a, a better version of tech so this is it now no matter how no matter how a machine will be built it can never still be like the human so these things are just enablers they are automators they are just make our work better they're not going to eliminate people so the only thing now you can do is to jump on them and attach them to your work see how they can make your work better and don't treat them like them um, like enemies yeah so there's no how even if you go to chat gpt and or what they give you is strange data things from everywhere doesn't really be just going to be a fit for the problem you have so with that eliminate persons and working it can it can but the only persons that will put off are persons that are not willing to take up the ai as an enabler to their work so by the time you take up as the ai as an enabler to work making sure you see the ai as a tool to making to make yourself more productive i mean you are still going to be in the game but if you don't get on this train it's just like persons that work in the bank and all and we're not uh, willing to take up tech i mean so now if you do not if you do not desire to take up tech you can't work in a cora pay you will just be in the commercial bank because you're not willing to take up tech that's just a simple thing here if you're not willing to take up ai as a tool or or an enabler to increase your productivity that's when you can be shrugged off or you can be kicked out of the game so ai is just an enabler it can never be human no robot can be human even the robots that we put on that we're talking about even the robots they still need human beings to set set them there they still need human beings for them to function they'll still be engineers to work on the robots there'll still be people to do maintenance for this ai the ai machines you see they're engineers that are developing that so it's an enabler it's not like an eliminator as people are tagging them to be basically i mean one example just flashed through my mind uh concerning uh, lagos ride or just rides in general remember back in the days just before google maps and everything was introduced to us usually when you are driving and you're probably on the road that you're not familiar with you have to be driving and stopping at everywhere you find any person to ask please what's the nearest bus stop or oh, i'm going to this place i'm going to that place or you have somebody in the car with you and you guys are just trying to navigate your way manually but right now you have like your gps directing you turn left turn right you've arrived and all of that stuff i think that's also a great way to look at this yes i mean in the gps in sure when you look at when you look at the way you look at the new versions that are coming on there are some features that were we are adding as a result of artificial intelligence in a case whereby you can um, you can have like instant directions to uh, frequent places you visited so when you even want to order like it's it, it saves more time to to pick picking your order even 
filling up your details and all of these things. So there's a lot of um, there's a lot of um, importance AI can bring to us if we are ready to welcome them as an enabler and then um, take up the knowledge of them and add to our work basically. So I'm I'm about wrapping this conversation because it's been great conversation for anybody looking into sales and uh, also looking at what you do at Core. I think there's enough there's a lot of information here for them to get. But then let's look at the golden rule of selling because I remember at the start Tola mentioned about how you prospect and these are like the lineup of how to have a good sale. So what's the golden rule? Of selling a brand or pushing a brand into the market. Mm. So the golden rule for selling for me is that you sell to other people the way you would love to be sold to. So, and that still brings us down to all the conversations we've been having all day, right? Like knowing your customer, knowing your customer's need, knowing your customer's business. You're not just out there to like choke down your product into somebody's throat, right? Sell to me the way I would like to be sold to. Sometimes you go to a restaurant, you get there and then you just find this very terrible service. And then I just look at myself, I'm like, I'm in the service industry. I sell to other people too. How could people be selling to me this way? Like, somebody just say, oh, maybe they are tired or maybe... Mm. But then the golden rule is sell to people the way you want to be sold to. So it's always like that. And that's what we do, right? Like, like I mentioned earlier, we try as much as possible to understand our customers. is very, very key. Know their business, know their need. Because if somebody is selling to me too and they don't know my need, there's going to be a pushback. Trust me, there's going to be a pushback. But then the golden rule is that sell to me the way I would love to be sold to. That's like understanding my business, honesty, integrity, empathizing. And that's what a robot or a chat GPT or chat box or whatever the AI can never be. And AI can never be can never be empathetic to anybody. Like they can never be empathetic. So they they would just like okay, they said I should do A, A, let's see, B, no, C. But they won't be able to like empathize. So that's why you can never take away the human factor, whether from sales or market or whatever field, right? So golden rule, like I said, is you sell to other people, right? The way you love to be sold to. Okay, is there any rules guiding marketing, like a golden rule that applies? I don't know if there's any golden rule in marketing, okay. but I'll just add to what she said. Okay, let me flip it too. Let me flip it too. So let me just put it this way. As I said earlier, if you are marketing to someone, yeah, aside considering their pain point, actually market to them how you want to be marketed to. Let me put it that way. Now, if you want to put out content, you want to put out content and selling your products, look at the receiving side. How do I put out this content in a way? If I were to be the one that has the pain point, how would I receive it? Uh, but the only the only thing about that in marketing now is that, as I always say, if you're in the marketing space, you can you can't think like a normal person because you are marketing to normal people. So sometimes you think outside the box because you have to constantly wow people to catch their attention. You don't have to do the regular every time, but still consider that pain points. Be quote and unquote be wowish about how you are selling your products. Um, sell your products, market to them how you think you would want to market it to basically. As she said earlier, don't go deep down to that throat or, or get them get them stuffy or get them bored. Sell in a very excited way. So when persons see your product, 
he gets suspended always. And uh, when they when they are looking for a solution to their problem, you are the first person coming to their mind, basically. Okay, I'm about to wrap this, but there's one particular thing when it comes to sales, when it comes to marketing that happens, and most people usually shy away from talking about it. It's handling rejection. I mean, when a customer says no, or maybe after putting up a good pitch or a good marketing strategy and you get rejected, how do you handle that? Sometimes I ask myself, how do you handle rejection in relationships? Right. Ah, <laughs> because sales nobody's made to <laughs> <laughs> people get served breakfast I've seen different reactions I've seen people turn from A to Z yeah yeah that's like well but when it comes to sales actually there will always be rejection right but then I'll say two qualities that you need to be able to handle rejection number one you have to be tenacious right not tenacity like you are boring the customer but then you can give it time maybe they don't need your product at that time maybe something then you now like have a like you just do some reflections maybe there's something you didn't sell right or something like just some reflections and then tenacious like you don't shut that door even in relationships even if you are served breakfast don't always shut the door permanently some doors maybe you shut permanently but there are some doors that okay maybe friendship level or some other things could be useful in maybe some other um situations so tenacity and then another thing is that don't lose your pride or anything about it still be charismatic like still like dust your shoulders if somebody says no some other person is gonna say yes so that's how it works so just keep being tenacious, being persistent. Go out there, sell your product. If somebody doesn't buy today, he may buy tomorrow. And I, I, I that's like how... I like your advice because right now you've given advice to a salesperson and you've given advice to people in a relationship. Uh, that's yeah. great. <laughs> I like, I like marrying sales and relationship because it's kind of like tags along together kind of if you look at it yeah, yeah. it does Aki how do you handle re- rejection not in relationship <laughs> when your marketing strategy no, I, doesn't seem nobody, to work nobody, nobody's above breakfast actually oh. even in our own field with the chop and but one key thing with breakfast in marketing basically is speaking why this this is it now I'll, I'll put it this way when you make a meal and it does not bang you need to go back to why it did not bang you need to review the reason yeah when you put out content and it doesn't engage or it doesn't bang you need to know why um, there are many reasons let me give an example now imagine in this election phase we had like a marketing strategy we we're going to put out but we had to put a pause on it because of you need to read the room yeah so sometimes as a marketing person you need to read the room you need to think far you need to review your process you put a content imagine we put out the content and it didn't bang we're going to be so bothered that oh after so much thoughts it didn't go no we're just insensitive and we didn't read the room so sometimes you need to be careful you need to be sensitive basically so even if you go at the right time and it doesn't come back well you need to go back to the drawing board oh what didn't go well with this thing was it the platform we used was it the way we put it out was it the content we used what happened what went wrong was it the tool we used did we even did we even target the right guys because sometimes some places are selling but they're selling to the wrong people and they don't get conversion or you're advertising to the wrong audience you don't get conversion no you're not going to get conversion if you're selling to the wrong people you need to be accurate with these things so when you get that just go back to drawing board i mean no it's not you eat no but what do you do with the no is the problem that's the thing 
what do you do with rejection afterwards okay thank you that means rejection is not the end of life go back and reshuffle and see what you can make adjustment to and what can work with the next person or the next client so i like some last word from you guys before I, I can continue talking to you guys because there's a whole lot to learn from having you on the show but time is of the essence so i'll just maybe like some last word from anybody looking to get into sales role or a marketing role what would be something you say to them and for people who are also switching their careers at this point or are hoping to switch out of these roles what would you say to them for me if you are thinking of sales as a career i'll say it's a great career very exciting you always meet people but then you always have to put your A game every time. And then for those that are looking to switch careers, probably some people just like get tired of sales. Some people, they believe that it's not their thing. Well, but then I believe that anybody could be a salesperson. I always say anybody can be a salesperson. Just like, just bring your A game into it. And that's all. Thank you for that. Okay. So while we're welcoming people into our community. <laughs> <laughs> the doors are open. Yes, well, welcome to the community. But I mean, if you if you actually want to be a good marketing person, which I'm still trying to be, you need to you need to be open to learning. You need to be proactive. Go ahead of people. Think way ahead of people. Open to learning. Stay on top of trends and make sure any field of marketing you're actually going to is something you are excited about because marketing is deep. Yes, marketing is actually deep. So. It's something that you do every day. So imagine getting stuck with something you're not excited about every day. It's not going to be a good journey. So you need to make sure your niche of marketing you are going to is something that excites you. So even if you have to wake up at 5 a.m. to do it, you're excited. I mean, I'm excited about talking about this because it's something I love. It's not taking, it's not like stress to me. And I do it every time. So you need to be very careful about any niche of marketing you're picking. Be excited about it. Stay on top of trends. Be happy to learn. And just like enjoy, enjoy the process. It's a process. So just enjoy it and take, take it up, basically. I like this happiness that you're sharing to talk to me. And I would also want to know if you'd be so happy to share with other people on social media. So if you can share your social media handle, maybe they can follow and DM you. Would you be happy to respond to them? Meanwhile, you can share your handle. So, I think I'll share my, my Twitter is better. My Twitter is where I'll reply to these things more. So my Twitter is at B-L-V-C-K-B-I-L-L-I-O-N-A-I-R. So like the black balloonia, but without the E at the back. And the black A is a V instead. So but I'll share, I'll share. I'm happy to respond to DMs. I do that every time. So I mean, if you want to join our company, so you need me to like put you through some things. I'll be happy to do that. And Tola? Yeah, I'm I'm more active on LinkedIn, right? Mm-hmm. So you can always send me a DM on LinkedIn. It's Adetola Oluki, right? Adetola Oluki, yeah, on LinkedIn. So you just search me out. You can send me a DM. I will always respond. If you need guidance, mentorship, advice on how you can navigate your career. I spent quite quality years in the bank before I now joined the fintech space, which I'm really enjoying at the moment. So if you need maybe advice or whatever on how you can navigate in your career or you are pivoting 
let's have a discussion and see. All right. Thank you. Um, I'm so tempted yeah. to ask you one last question, Tola, no for Kim, because yeah. International Women's Day is around the corner, and you talked about mm -hmm. pivoting from the banking sector into fintech. So how is that going for you? And what would you say to women? Are there enough women there? And what would you say to women looking to jump into the tech space? I'll say for women, we want more women to join the tech space, right? I believe there's still some gender inequality. Like I'm not saying about Cora, but globally, generally, when it comes to tech, there's still a lot of gender inequality. Even over out there in the world, right? If you look at these elections, how many women do we have in these seats that we are we are voting for compared to men, right? So women we still have to like still be in the forefront help women grow, help each other grow, that community of women. We just have to keep on encouraging women, pushing the girl child forward, training the girl child, being out there, right, for women, both in career and in their personal lives. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for your time on the show. I really, really appreciate it. And it's awesome conversation we've had so far. So good. So from the table of Africa Tech Radio, I want to say thank you to Tola and Akin for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Do have yourself a lovely, <laughs> lovely evening. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.